Hello and welcome to the Paranormal Taurus. My name is Tom Jordan and sat, strangely, this always disorientates me when you're sat in the wrong place, uh, to my left is Danny Miguel and say hello Danny. Hello Danny. And sat ahead of me, <laughs> though a couple of hundred miles away, is paranormal expert Ross Andrews. Hello, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> ah, indeed, for we are recording just after the festive season in the UK. In fact, it is the, I don't know what date it is, it's the third. It's the third, it's a Sunday. I have third no of sense January. of time or place. No, it's the third of January. It's so still technically Christmas. Still, still technically yeah, Christmas. Yeah, till tomorrow. Christmas. Tomorrow's 12th so, night. Is Merry- it tomorrow? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know. Is tomorrow twelfth night or is it? I've got the sixth no. in my head, Tuesday. so the fifth is twelfth. Well done, Tom. There we are. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas and to yourself. Happy New Year. Although, if you're listening to this at another time of year, welcome. <laughs> That's all I got for you. <laughs> Happy Easter. This is the voices of the apocalypse reaching out to you from the past. Reaching out from the the depths of the past. We are in tier four lockdown. Yes. In fact, both of our locations, Gloucestershire and Sussex, we are tier four. And I suspect the rest of the country will be following in our intrepid footsteps. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's it's certainly why we've uh, finally conceded and decided that we must do a certain amount of of live recording at a distance, which is why, regrettably... We are not all in the same room. Well, you say regrettably for you, I'm sat in the room with all the Jaffa cakes. Yeah, it's it's great for me. It's not worked out for us. I feel like I should make some kind of joke about it being, you know, about it being a relief that we're not all in the same room. But it's not. It's... it's, it's, It sucks ass. Um, (laughs) We're very depressed. but, But here we are. We're here. Jaffa cakes in hand and we're ready to bring you exciting tales oh. of the paranormal <laughs> oh go on and what were you gonna say go on in you go what were you gonna no, say i was gonna, go say, on, no, I was gonna say of the paranormal of but the you... parent well in that case i want to say as well of the paranormal there we go, <laughs> there we go. everyone's is everyone happy now <laughs> yes okay i'm sat poised balanced on my very creaky chair no creak there we go a little bit i thought as it's an, as it's a fresh new year I should talk to you about something paranormal that's kind of high octane. <laughs> so, dare you? Something that is. No, I'm excited. Well, there's no point now, is there? No, I'm excited. I'm talking to you about ghost donkeys. It's ghost donkeys. <laughs> it's ghost donkeys. And do you know what? Not only was I surprised to find a ghost donkey, I was looking up unusual ghosts. Not only was I surprised. Sorry, to find... I'm glad you. I'm glad you added the word ghost. Then I was just waiting. I was looking up unusual things to do with donkeys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unusual donkeys. Not only is there one, flipping loads of them about a ghost donkey, the ghost donkey of Honing. If I've written that down correctly, in Norfolk, this apparition has appeared at the Church of Saint Peter and Saint Paul, which is just off Long Lane. So I've actually got got information here for you oh, for once wow. yeah i know i know stay calm although i am a bit gutted because this isn't from the book no it's not from the book it's not from <laughs> that's that's what do you mean by the book there are I'm, no two books i mean well that's yeah true. that's true the, the og yeah my book my book's is, coming out later <laughs> is the uh the the ever present in my mind amazing speaks of mysteries by peter eldon which i still have i mean it's still around i just <laughs> felt like i'd mind it i'd mind it more than thoroughly 
And you've forgotten which ones you've done. So. Yeah, and I've heavily forgotten which ones I've done. I mean, that's just a general issue. <laughs> so you can't really have to send. He, he never actually listens back to the show, so there's no recognition <laughs> of when he tells the same story. Yeah, I have to send myself memos of you know what I, what I've done in the past. What's amazing about this donkey as well is apparently when it's been sighted, it's been seen with sulfurous smoke pouring out of its nostrils. Out of its nostrils. Yeah, which I think actually is quite a scary image. I'm imagining it with glowing eyes, but I think I've just put that there. And uh, no, no, no. If it's the story I'm thinking of, oh. it has uh, glowing eyes, but it also disappears through a wall That's into right. the church. Sometimes. Yeah, it goes through. It go. Paranormal expert. I always get to say paranormal tourist. Paranormal <laughs> expert Ross Andrews once again uh, proving his uh, credentials there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it gall- gallops through. The church wall, and then I've got. Do you want to come on and that, and then I'll give you a brief list of other donkey no, hauntings. You carry on because that's about all I know about that story. But it's in an area where there is a lot of animal ghosts. There's a friend of mine that does a lot of investigations around there, and there's a huge amount. And I know we all love them, black shuck stories from around oh. there. But there's some. Yeah, there's, I'll, I'll come on to it later. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin my oh. link. And possibly trample all over Danny's links. But well, just uh, so uh, I, I will brace yourselves because this is <laughs> it's about to get oh yeah it's cray. about to get real. So so there's an, so there's another donkey and this one's a bit tragic. I think it was this one. There's there's a donkey that appears at the Donkey Inn in Tilford in Surrey, but apparently it was it was beaten to death by its owner Aww. many moons ago, which is a bit sad. And lot, most of the is, that, has, is that the one that appears in the... Um, it's outside the building and has been heard. That Yeah, uh, that does ring a bell. Most of these ones are just... They're just sort of little notes of, here's a ghost donkey. There's... Um, <laughs> as, as, we, as we're always a fan of Calendar Ghost, a, mm-hmm. a donkey mm-hmm. that appears in uh, at Newton Heath in Dorset, but at Christmas. Uh. Doesn't say specifically when at Christmas. Don't know if it's Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or just... Generally, throughout the festive or season, or the third of January, because on the we sixth, are still in Christmas, on the sixth night, yes. night of Christmas. So there's, so that's a Christmas donkey ghost for you. Very appropriate, I guess. What else have we got here? I want to say that until last. Is there? There's one in Wales. Can I pronounce this? Probably not. No, I, I can tell you. No, you can't pronounce it. But you're going to have a go anyway. I'm going to have a go. <laughs> I'm going to base try and base this on on words that I I do know how to pronounce. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to say it's Cunanan. Cunanan. Based on the word, based on my knowledge of the place Cumbran, and it's got C W at the beginning, C W N, and then it's A N N W N. So I'm guessing that's the same W as Cumbran. So Cun Cunanan. Your guess is as good as mine on that one. We'll have to get the experts phoning in and telling. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So phoning in in their in their thousands. <laughs> just just if you're going to phone in, folks, just spare a thought for our phone line before you, before you do. <laughs> there's also one in Lincolnshire. There's one in Suffolk. There's one somewhere in Scotland. There's another one in Norfolk as well. And yep. another place in Norfolk. And then in another place in Norfolk. And then this one I've saved till the end because this is... Oh, this is going to rock you to your very waters, folks. I'm taking my slippers off. I'm preparing myself oh, for this I one. mean, this is definitely... This is a slipper removal scenario. <laughs> a slipper so, removal scenario. That's a phrase. In Bristol... Oh, now, yeah. what have I written down? Have I written down Helen? My handwriting's too bad, but in an area of Bristol, <laughs> in a little place called Dead End Lane... Amazing. Hold the phone. Is a... And go with me on this. Is a black dog... Mm-hmm. Okay. ...that turns into a donkey. You just... No. <laughs> I got to the black dog bit, and I was like, oh, 
was like you can't even get to it you can't even read about donkey ghosts without there being something about being a flipping <laughs> black dog turns into a donkey turns into a donkey yeah. Yeah. wow and then I think maybe walks on hind legs or something or one of them does I can't like that was a sort of side note but yeah it sort of well, climbs out as a black unbeknownst to yourself Tom unbeknownst to yourself I've just written the Bristol entry into our encyclopedia oh um, and I was going to say there is uh, a donkey and a black dog story in Bristol. You've now covered it. <laughs> That's amazing. And and have you got the same details that the black dog turns into the donkey? I didn't have much. That's pretty much all I had. I, I couldn't tell you where it was. It was just a sort of a local legend. Yeah, and then yeah. stands on its hind legs. To be honest, that sounds like a couple of events that have happened on um, Hindus I've been on in Bristol. I see. I was imagining a sort of uh, a sort of Dennis Wheatley esque kind of like it, it transforms into a into a donkey on hind legs, and then it becomes like demonic goat man, and then it's sort of I don't know some kind of satan- a bit like the New Jersey Devil kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> so there, well, there you go, Dead End Lane. Well, I am shocked. You, you've missed out Blackpool. Have I? Why? Well, I wasn't on my list. The most famous donkeys that you could possibly find. But there is, are, is uh, there a ghost? Yeah. Is there a ghost? Well, there's supposedly ghost donkey scene on the beach. Wowzers. Oh. Okay, well, I'll leave that for you. So that's my that's my offering today is a... I was going to say a smattering, but it's more of a smorgasbord. <laughs> of, <laughs> smorgasbord, I can say it again, of, of donkey donkeys. Donkey geist. What's the German for donkey? Danny McGillan, do you know the German for donkey? Donken? No, I don't. I made that up. <laughs> We're going to find geist. out. Donken geist. Add it to the word geist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the, the term. There you are. I'm going to be quiet now. I've done. I've done. I've done quite enough. <laughs> he set us up to fall on a donkey. Uh, so you've got donkeys. You've got Norfolk, and that's kind of all he's given you. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So would you say that the donkeys, when they're ghosts, you could call them spirits? I guess I felt uh, like is that a question? Or <laughs> <laughs> I felt like there was going to be a punchline there. This is me it, trying to uh, create a link. Okay, so, like yeah. a ghost donkey would be like a spirit of a ghost a donkey. Spirit of, yeah, a spirit of a donkey, yeah, sure. Um, or donkey. Sounds geist, legit, yeah. Donkey geist. Um, okay, well, I. Oh, no, uh, I can see it. It's happening. In our um, last <laughs> session, when we did a load of recordings near Halloween, I got this sacred tome which is, for listeners, Strange But True, which is not Michael Aspel, but it's introduced by him, and it's written by Jenny Randalls and Peter Howe, two big names in the book of... Anyway, um, (laughs) so I have this book, which I have been devouring... Um, for anyone who can't obviously see what's going on, she's currently searching for the crowbar um, <laughs> that she wishes to get into, uh, to crowbar her story in. So, oh, my screen has gone blank. Oh, oh, that's strange. We heard you say your screen has gone blank, and then your mouth said it on the screen. Hang on, hang on. I can't hear you. Gone. <laughs> this can't is hear so. You. Ah, are you back in the room? I can hear you again. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's enjoyable we can, is, we've, is we've never stopped being able to see or hear you. No, I was there. I was going, you can't, I can't. All my screens went blank all of a sudden. It was weird. It's quite a delay. Yeah, you, there's, uh, there's like a delay in what we hear and what we see. Satan does not want this story about donkeys to go out. No. And he's interfering No, we have, we have upset the Duncan guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, you were looking for your title, so I think it's <laughs> Satan versus the Donkengeist is... Uh... Yeah, this week, I've gone a little bit... I've uh, 
I'm passing the buck, kind of. But there was a couple of stories in here, and obviously where they talk about spirit guides, you know, leading the way. Animal spirit are we talking animal spirit guides? No, or? sadly. Well, so there are some oh. animal spirit guides, aren't there? Sam. No, Sam is a person, isn't he? Am yeah, I thinking Derek Akora or am I thinking Quantum Leap? Derek Akora. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Sam in Quantum Leap as well, though, right? <laughs> yes, there is, yes. Uh, but maybe Derek Akora <laughs> is now a spirit guide. That's getting a bit deep. Bit sad, bit deep. Oh, well, no, but I'd like to think that he would, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go guide, like him and pay Sam are, yeah, pay it forward. Him and Sam are maybe reunited, they're like kicking a ball around. He was a Perhaps he's fan. met Sam now and they actually hate each other. Yeah, they really don't get on. <laughs> Sam we find out Derek Akora is just immensely racist and hates him. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. For Derek fans, I do apologise, Derek is not a racist man. <laughs> No. It got me thinking about Sam, and then in the Strange But True book, there's quite a few instances, especially when they're trying to solve crimes, where people with spirit guides have come and been like, oh, hey, this has happened, my spirit guide told me. And so it got me thinking, what are spirit guides? What are they? <laughs> yeah, like, well, how, do they, how which... do they work? So Sam It depends is... on which school of thought you're going with. The stereotypical one that most of the sort of hippie type will go with is some Red Indian or Native American, depending on when they were born. If they were born back in the 40s and 50s, they called them Red Indians. Nowadays, they'll go, oh, no, I didn't mean that. And you think, well, surely, if this thing was real, they know what they are, and they've called themselves that, and you're saying what they're telling you. In Britain, you'll get some that are sort of Druidic styles. Uh, Derek Akora's one was from Ethiopia, I think. Oh, wow. I'm not entirely sure. And called him Sam because he couldn't pronounce his real name. Oh, um, Derek. But <laughs> then you've got Animal Guides, which is kind of the inspiration for Lara's in um, Dark Materials, where they've got their kind of spirit guide type mm. thing. So it all depends on your belief system. Most belief systems that use spirit guides tend to be on the sort of hippier scale. Yeah. <laughs> And they have been used a lot in South America and various places where you would get off your face on various drugs and hallucinate and your spirit guide would come and guide you through the spiritual world and show you things that you wouldn't be able to see normally. Oh, that's awesome. But that, like that's kind of the myth behind it. The actual logic behind it is, is it was drivel. But I'm not one, I wouldn't wish to mock someone's belief in it. Is there a school of thought that says that spirit guides are just someone's instinct really and it's just their own so someone yeah, who's well, gone to the police and said i my spirit guide has told me that if you search by water that's that's essentially them just maybe dreaming it or having an instinct and kind of naming it's it your subconscious manifesting within your own religious belief and upbringing so if you believe that you have an animal spirit guide in your society you will probably dream about an animal spirit guide if you come from a particular type of society that believes in Native Americans were very spiritual, then perhaps you're going to get that as well. From a psychologist's point of view, it's a manifestation of your beliefs within the supernatural element of your belief system. So it's highly unlikely, if you've never heard of Native Americans, that your spirit guide would be a Native American. It would be something from your 
Rolodex of information going, oh, I'll, I'll have a spirit phantom movie or something. Um, <laughs> Or a science snake. Is that uh, what a science science science. Is that for some reason? For some reason, I thought you were going to say a spirit Fanta. Like I don't know, like spirit Fanta. I've, I think my mind just went into like, yeah, I love a spirit Fanta, and I don't know where my mind went for a second. It was like just a bit crosswise. Maybe on Thursday. That's really cool because I just—it's just really interesting to read the number of situations where if you take out the spirit guide, it's still what they're saying is still paranormal. So I found it quite interesting that these spirit guides seem to be sort of added in to... Well, the psychological science behind it, and here we go explaining magic with science, is that if you are experiencing some form of paranormal happening, your brain, for it to be able to see it, has to categorise it into something that it can understand. Otherwise, it literally cannot see it. If you've come from a society that believes in animal spirit guides, it will provide you with an animal spirit guide to explain the paranormal happening that is happening in front of you. If, if you come from a place that does not believe in ghosts, but for some reason did believe in spirit guides that were animals, it's highly unlikely you'll see a ghost, but you will see the animal because your brain is going, I don't know what this is, perhaps it's this weird thing that I've heard about, and it creates an image for you. Ah, um, so that might be why... So in one of the stories I was reading, and I think this is online rather than in the book, there was a, a lady whose spirit guide was herself from a past life, but yep. she also believed in reincarnation and, and came from a sort of religious background that believed in, you know, if you do good, you'll be in a better life the next time and, and things like that. So that, that would make sense. So she believes in reincarnation and therefore it's plausible to her that one of her past selves is all like, yo, I'm back. <laughs> so, <laughs> paranormal expert, Ross Andrews. Hello there. You got a link. This is very from... difficult online, isn't it? There's a distinct <laughs> lack of discipline in our recording. Our normal recordings are defined by their... Uh... The, the structure, the, the structure, the mathematical structure, discipline, and, research, uh, and the tu- <laughs> attunement. So uh, your links there are Duncan Geist. Duncan Geist has happened. It's been and gone. Blackpool. You're, well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Spirit, well, we, spirit. We guides. have talked about Blackpool before in previous episodes. Yeah, but you started off in Norfolk with your. Your Duncan Geist. <laughs> My Duncan Geist in Norfolk. And Norfolk is full of Duncan Geists. It's full various paranormal animalistic happenings. Oh. So let's put it that way. And I'm just trying to think of some more from around there. But there it's is... filled with animalistic happenings. It's taken me <laughs> paranormal a animalistic to, happenings to process that there's a paranormal animalistic right, okay, happenings. Sure. Get your mind out of the gutter. Back to the Duncan there was Geist. A kind of a werewolf sighting not that long ago in Norfolk. I'm hoping that when you say kind of, it's because it was a were-donkey. And I'm trying to remember it, and I I remember it because of the name of the area that it was in, called Fakenham. (laughs) Fakenham? It is a real place. That's amazing. But it's not real ham. It should be a vegan (laughs) mecca. Yeah, it's it's made of corn, Fakenham. (laughs) And there was a large black wolf that was spotted eating a carcass of something. It had sort of long black matted hair and yellow eyes. It was over, on all fours, over a metre tall. So a big animal sort of looked up in the headlights and sort of went, yeah, what are you looking at kind of thing? (laughs) 
I mean, it didn't say that. Um, <laughs> so it went, yeah, whatever, and carried on eating his dinner. At which point the person who spotted it legged it. And there's a lot of sightings of a similar kind of thing in that area. So if you're going to go out and get yourself killed, go right between Fakenham and uh, Norwich, I think it mostly is. Partly because there's also another load of road ghosts. And obviously at the moment it's very difficult to send anyone anywhere because we're now in tier 309 <laughs> um, which means you're not even allowed to look in a mirror um, <laughs> and, um, there's a road between Fakenham and Nor- it's a real place and Norwich and along that road in the last 10 years there have been several sightings of a ghost cyclist that sort of tries running into your running tries cycling into your car there's this werewolf sighting that's happened a couple of times there are a horse and carriage that is on the wrong side of the road coming towards you a really good one there was a ghost of a, a middle-aged man that walks out into the road looks at you obviously can't stop in time or whatever and you just drive straight through it but it's looking kind of at you as though that was something that's happened to it before many people have reported slamming on the brakes because this thing's in the middle of the road it then disappears but also people have slammed on their brakes but don't know why they just feel like something was about to jump out and they put the brakes on and yet there is absolutely nothing there oh i want to drive down that road i don't <laughs> well i can't drive so you'd need to well you're out of luck then yeah Okay, fine. Well, whilst I've been talking, I've also been looking it up, and it's the A1067. The A1067. I know it well. Yeah. Do you? No. Okay. No. (laughs) There is another animal ghost, as in it's horse and carriage ghosts. There's loads of them in Norfolk that relate to Sir Thomas Bolin, and we've written about him before in a few places right now. Yeah. It is a calendar ghost, but he is seen on other days. And on the anniversary of Anne Boleyn's death, he is seen going for miles and miles and miles. He's seen on about 12 different bridges in sort of Norfolk and Suffolk area. He is headless. I don't know why, but he is headless going round on the anniversary of Anne Boleyn's death. And I can't remember what date that is. It, I think it's May. Um, yeah. But he's also seen duelling in Bradest. Braidston, Braidston, Branston, I don't know, something like that. Dueling. He's dueling covered in Branston. Yes. And is he headless whilst he's dueling? No, he's headless whilst he's on the. On Boleyn's anniversary. When he's dueling, he is heard and seen dueling Sir Thomas Paston. I'm trying to think. There's another horse and carriage which is possibly linked with him. Because I remember you said a ghost in St... Is it St. Peter's and St. Paul's that we talked about at the very, very beginning? That's the original ghost donkey, yeah, that's, that's the, the original one. Okay. Well, there is another St. Peter's, Berg St. Peter, B-U-R-G-H St. Peter, where a horse and carriage is seen that is possibly the same horse and carriage that is Sir Thomas Boleyn, and the church, it goes past, yeah, another ghost in... Calendar Ghost in May is a skeletal figure that walks around the church gardens. Well, there we go. I'm linking ghost to ghost to ghost now. That's freaky. That is super freaky. Although, what undermines it slightly is I can't help thinking now, and that's why on, on the footage, if you look back, you'd see me giggle. I um, When I think of a calendar ghost now, I've got an image of a ghost like in the nude holding like cakes <laughs> in front of its bits. <laughs> 
Don't give away the merch. We haven't released it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like a couple of steps behind. <laughs> Tom, Tom has just told you what his May calendar shoot will be. It's Tom holding Jaffa cakes in front of himself, wasn't he? <laughs> lot of cake, oh, lot of makeup, and nothing else. <laughs> but if we go back to other weird animals there is a lot of weird animal stories there is a huge amount of black shuck stories in Nuffolk and Suffolk Nuffolk and Suffolk but there's also there is a white phantom dog and I remember that one because it's in a place called Great Snoring <laughs> amazing <laughs> that's amazing which are fantastic they've got some brilliant names there yeah there's some cracking the... place names mm. today well linking to Great Snoring we have Great Yarmouth which I think is Norfolk yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's they that way. don't have side of the country. They don't have a haunted sweet shop. They don't have. That's a very specific yeah. piece of information. Yes, the owner of the sweet shop put a sign in his window saying this shop is not haunted. He's a highly religious man. It's been on ghost tours. It's been in part of their sort of haunted history for a long time. And he was getting fed up with this ghost tour, I think, that stood outside his shop telling them all about the haunting. So he put a sign up saying, this shop is not haunted. It only has the spirit of Jesus in its walls. <laughs> and everyone went, it is haunted. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like that probably didn't. No, that can't help. That surely must, must have made it worse. Yeah, that's definitely put it fact, on my list ju- of places just, to go. We've just heard about yeah. it specifically because he put a sign Because he put a sign. Yeah, people yeah. probably wouldn't, would have lost interest. And let's face it, if you're in Great Yarmouth and you can't go anywhere and go and visit anywhere, that's the kind of place that, as a paranormal tourist, you would go and take a selfie stood in front of it now, wouldn't you? Just yeah, going yeah, inside the not haunted yeah. shop. There's a thing you can do if you're in Great Yarmouth. It's paranormal uh, experiment time. We haven't got a theme tune for that yet. We'll have to come up with something. <laughs> uh, St. Nicholas's Church... And this goes back to a link, and I don't think we talked about it when we did this story ages ago... If you circle the church three times and shout Bloody Queen Mary, her face will appear at the windows of the church. <gasps> oh, I want to do that. Don't do that. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'm going to have to try and find something in the East Sussex area where you can do that. The only thing that's going to be coming up for you is uh, disappointment, so... All right. Knock yourself out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you trying to do like that's to... psychology? You're going to tell me, oh, it, well, it's, it's not going to work, so do it if you want to waste your time, because that's not going to work. I'm still going to do it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> well, <laughs> that seems like an appropriate, as an appropriate place as any to uh, sign ourselves well, off. Well, to, to sum up, it's a very difficult time to send anybody anywhere. It is. Yeah. Um, but you can get to, I say, Great Yarmouth, St. Nicholas Church, go around there, go and buy some sweets from the not haunted sweet shop that you can't get into because it's closed um, <laughs> because of COVID. Go to the to Fakenham um, and eat Real ham. No. I mean, there is so many, so many stories around there. There's even like sea serpents that were spotted in Eccles. There is the original Slender Man that was spotted in Fritton Woods. Oh. Um, and it's possibly the inspiration for the Slenderman stories. There were these tall 
humanoid creatures with long arms and big hands and long necks. So there's a, there's a lot you can find out there. There is a huge amount of spooky animals to be seen in the Norfolk area. Amazing. And I, I just want to add a quick one because there is a great one you can go to that is some ruins. It's English heritage, I think, uh, and that's Thetford Priory because it is haunted. It's got a lot of ghost stories. Uh, including monks, chanting monks, you can even hear them. One of the monks you can hear walking around and he's shaking a set of keys. They're seen in the daytime as well as the evening and everything, so you can get to see that. It's a place that's totally open. You, They can't stop you going there, if that makes sense. So yeah. that's a very good one that you could probably get to in Norfolk now, Thetford Priory. Yeah, and I think also something that someone meant, I was chatting to someone about their paranormal story that I was notating for Paranormal Taurus Fan Fact, and they were saying that they'd been, because they weren't able to kind of get out or about or, you know, do things like that, they'd been watching a lot of YouTube YouTube videos of supposed hauntings in this place in these places so by all means have a little binge of our past episodes where we mention a whole lot and you can probably find a lot of the locations uh, a lot of the time paranormal expert ross andrews will pop up usually with michaela strachan um, <laughs> so, but yeah let us know if you see any that you think we should go and investigate or chat about depending on when we're ever allowed to leave our lounge <laughs> About six months from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. very optimistic. For, for next year's <laughs> investigations. Um, so oh, yeah, if you're in nice. Norfolk, if you're in Norfolk, looking at, if you're into history, look up Norfolk witches because there are so many witch trials around Norfolk. There were more there than anywhere else in the country. So you've got quite a lot of witch stories. Ooh, I know what I'm doing later. Looking up witch stories from Norfolk? Sacrificing a donkey on a sacred spot in Norfolk to try and raise the witches. Is that allowed within Tier 4? I'm not sure it is, but I'm going to look it up. No, that's Tier 3. Tier yeah, 3. Yeah, that's Tier 3. Is, yeah. tier, tier 3 is your donkey sacrifice. I just want to say to anyone listening who's a supporter of the donkey sanctuary that I'm not going to do that. Um, and it, even if you're not a supporter of the donkey sanctuary, I'm not going to do that. Uh, no animals <laughs> should or will be hurt in anything that the paranormal tourists do, nor do we condone it. That's why we chose to go to Fakenham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. And on that bombshell. Yeah, let's, let's, let's clear off before it gets any worse. It's time to sign off, but it's literally time to sign off as well. So mm. it's a double sign off. Although is, it, is that is that music is that I can hear signing in? Tinnerly across the across the across the speakers across from Zoom. No, not Zoom. Waves. We're not on Zoom, but you know. Across the speakers in, from... in four separate homes across <laughs> Zoom. We can hear the band. Slightly disjointed by lag. <laughs> All that remains is to say goodbye. 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 <laughs>